Ready to explore the psych behind your style? Get ready to dive in and explore topics of self-development and confidence in personal style so we can feel liberated, in control, and confident in our style, body, and life. I'm your personal style mentor and confidence coach and host, Yolandi Hamilton. Welcome to Intentional Style. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to the final stop on our style journey. You've been through every phase along the way, but this is not the end. Just because it's the last stop doesn't make it the end of the journey. So you started off totally lost, knowing absolutely nothing about what to do with any of this style business. You moved from not knowing what to do into copying and experimenting with everything along the way. This made you more confident, allowing you to consult the experts, there's those air quotes you can't see again, after you made decisions just to make sure. And you moved from there out of that need to ensure that everything is right and began relying on your own instincts to decide what you want, only consulting the experts to get your creative juices flowing. And by experts, I mean Pinterest boards, mood boards, that kind of thing. Now, you hardly, if ever, do that at all. Welcome to Style Conqueror, the final phase. So what's it like living at this top level of the style journey? You're well organized. You have all your pieces logged in a closet management app, making it easy for you to see all your choices at a glance. You know your proportions and your best silhouettes, and you're confident in your choices because they're based on what you like and who you are, not what some expert says. So now what? The most important part of this phase is to maintain it. This is the style maintenance phase, if you will. Getting to this point and never reevaluating your style is a crucial mistake once you reach this level. You can't get too comfortable because it's when we reach this stage in life and get comfortable that we fall into ruts and start to feel bored with the way we look, with our style, with all the pieces we have to choose from when creating our look. It also allows us to become resistant to change and it lets our style stagnate, which can age us. And we don't want that. Side note, I did a video on my YouTube channel about this topic last week, so I'll link that in the show notes, but go check it out. It's definitely worth a watch. But there are a few things you'll want to avoid so that you don't end up feeling bored and stale with your wardrobe at this level. So how we maintain once we've reached this phase is through three main components. First is to stay aware of the trends. Second is to stay on top of your closet organization. And third is to periodically reevaluate your needs and personas. Now with the first one, staying aware of the trends, you want to keep on top of what's current because it's the best way to prevent your wardrobe from feeling stale. Now I'm not suggesting that we get sucked into a trend cycle and follow what's brand new every single season, constantly shopping for new pieces to inject life into our wardrobe. That's a thing that we do at lower levels. At this level, we know who we are, we know what we like, and we know what we want. So when these trends come along, we can evaluate them and decide, do they complement our style or are they just a passing phase that 
we might like now, but a few months from now, we're not even going to want the piece and it's going to be a waste of money and a terrible investment, basically. So it's good to know what's out there. Even if you don't feel drawn to any of the current trends at the moment, it's good to know what they are because it gives you a couple of options when you're working with these. The first one is the easiest, most obvious uh, choice. Go buy a trending new piece that adds a little freshness to your wardrobe. You can incorporate this then with the other pieces that you have and make it feel like a natural part of who you are, what your look is, and incorporate it into your overall look to ensure that your choices still feel vibrant and modern and not boring. And the second option of this is more along the lines of not feeling drawn to or relating to any of the current trends, which is to reinterpret what you have so it feels fresh and current in a new uh, exciting way. One example I can give you of this is the cardigan. Over the last year and a half, um, maybe it's almost two years now, I started seeing uh, people wearing cardigans as just tops with nothing underneath. And now I personally had sort of trained my brain, uh, fell into one of those ruts, even I am not immune, uh, to thinking of a cardigan as a layering piece. It's something that goes on top. And this trend was all about wearing it as the top. It didn't need anything else to support it. It could stand completely on its own. And that gave me an extra way to wear pieces I already had in my wardrobe. I didn't need to go out and buy more cardigans. I didn't need to go out and get different styles of cardigans. I could use what I already had because I had several nice cardigans. And the general style was a cropped cardigan with one or two buttons. And I do have some cropped cardigans, but they had a full row of buttons from the neck all the way to the bottom, but that doesn't mean I have to use them all. And so it was easy for me to look at that trend and see that, oh, we're wearing cardigans like tops. That's a great idea. That gives me an extra layer that I can use this piece for another purpose, if you will, a second life. That, that's good. A second life for this particular piece to inject some freshness into the way that I'm wearing my clothes. So I not only now have cardigans as a layering piece in my wardrobe, I also have them as a top in my wardrobe. And they can serve a dual purpose. Therefore, reinventing what otherwise could have been a stale, boring piece. The second piece of this is to stay on top of your closet organization. So every time the season changes, if you live in the Northern Hemisphere and, um, or even in the Northern part of the Northern Hemisphere, um, the Northern half of the United States, Canada, uh, I would say like the Oklahoma line, like right through the middle of the country and north. Uh, if you live up here with us where things change rather frequently and they get cold and hot, and then we have those weird transitional months uh, in between the cold and the hot, you're going to want to reevaluate the way that your clothes are laid out within your closet because each season when you touch these things, you rearrange, it's going to keep you honest and it forces you to look at what you have and decide if everything in there is necessary. So you'll have a better idea of what you own versus what you wear versus what you need. So when you evaluate those trends in step one, 
you can take a look at your wardrobe and see, is this something that I need, like the cardigan? Do I need to go buy a new cardigan because I really like the way they're wearing these cardigans and none of my cardigans really fit the bill? Or do I have a cardigan that fits the bill? And if you don't stay on top of your closet organization, then you can't stay aware of what's in there and make the best decisions possible for you. The other piece of this is making sure that the seasonally appropriate pieces are more accessible. This will make it easier on you when you need to make decisions like at the beginning of the week when you prep all your outfits. With this part, you want to rotate the cold weather items so that they're out of the way to the back of the closet. And this isn't necessarily saying that you need to remove everything, pack it up into storage, till it's put it in the attic or the basement, just shift things around. So if you have a really deep closet, take all of the cold weather things. Now that it's getting warmer, which I know it's hard to believe in this uh, last day of February as we're moving into March, that it's going to be getting warmer soon. Uh, it will. And so we're going to want to start wearing those lighter layering pieces. We're not going to necessarily want to wear such heavy sweaters as we have been over the past few months when it's been bitter cold up here. So you're going to want to make sure that you take all those cold weather heavy items, the thick sweaters, the thicker pants, and move those to the back of your closet. And you're going to want to pull forward your lighter pieces, your spring dresses, and find creative ways to organize so that you have what you need for the season front and center, and you don't have to search the entirety of your closet to find what you need. Now, if your closet is relatively small, or you share a closet with a spouse or a partner or a roommate even, that gets a little complicated. Send me a DM on Instagram and we'll talk about it. I definitely have worked with this before. I had a client who had like two feet of space because she shared the closet with her husband. So definitely ways to work through this. DM me if this is you. But you want to make it as easy as possible for you to reach the most appropriate pieces for the weather so that you're not constantly freaking out about where is it in the closet and where what do I need and if you are a day prepper by day prepper I mean you prep your outfits the day before and you only want to spend a few minutes each night doing that when everything is front and center you no longer have to search through the entire closet you can walk in look at those front areas pull what you need real quick and be done if everything is scattered throughout the closet you have to go through each and every piece because you might remember where it is or you might remember whereabouts it is, but if you don't have it front and center, it's going to take you a lot longer. So save yourself some sanity and move all those seasonally appropriate pieces to the front of your closet. The last part is to reevaluate your needs and your personas. Now, I would say every eight months to a year, you're going to want to reevaluate your life circumstances. By this, I mean, where are you in life? Have you moved from one area of the country to another? Have you changed job situations? Have you changed life circumstances like you had a baby? When life changes, our needs change with it, and thus our style needs change as well. So one really current example is the pandemic. We all went from working in our offices 
opposed to having to work at home. And this whole concept of Zoom dressing, just dressing the top half of your body because no one can see the lower half became a thing. But what's happening now is that we are staying home and still working from home, or we are a lot more flexible with our options to work from home. And I don't see that changing in the future. So this is one of those situations where you would want to evaluate your wardrobe. If you went into the office five days a week and wore suits, and now you're not going into the office five days a week, maybe you're going into the office two days a week, and the dress code has changed from super business formal to rather a more business casual, and you're able to be a little bit more creative or feel like you have that uh, permission to be more creative and not so restrained with what it is that you're trying to wear when you get dressed for work. Those suits aren't really going to serve a function uh, like they used to for you. So maybe you need to keep two or three of them, but maybe not all seven. And this piece is most important because if you don't stay on top of what these pieces are in your closet, you'll have way too many irrelevant options or actually rather uh, options is not even the word I want to use. Distraction is probably the better word to use. You'll have far too many distractions in your closet when you're trying to make choices to build an outfit each day because your brain has to sort through, is this relevant? Is this not relevant? And I'm sure as you guys have heard me mention before, the brain makes something around 35,000 decisions every day. So if you have all these irrelevant pieces in your closet and you are scanning over them and thinking, no, 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 no. Every time you scan over a piece and you think, no, that was a micro decision you had to make as to whether yes or no was that relevant. And no being the answer means it was a decision that you had to make, which means you've used up part of your processing power. So if you have a job where you need to make a lot of decisions all day long, you're using up some of the uh, energy that you have to make those decisions before your day's even begun, just because you have irrelevant pieces in your closet that are basically a distraction. So if you get rid of those, you can save your brain power for all the good important things that you have to do in your job or in your life that may not even be in a job. Additionally, you want to reevaluate your personas as well. And you want to do this because, like I said, as our life changes, so do our needs and so do our style needs. The way that I dress now is not the same way that I dressed three years ago, which is not the same way that I dressed six years ago, which is not the same way that I dressed 10 years ago. While there are common threads and themes that run through them, and your style personas may not necessarily change, they may reorganize. So where you may be more classic for a while, that might switch and you might lean more heavily on your glamorous side. And then maybe you have a baby and your glamorous side has to take a back seat, so you lean more on your natural persona, which is focused on the comfort and the casual clothes so that you can be functional. These are pieces that we have to take into account. Otherwise, we have a closet full of pieces we can't wear. So if you were heavily influenced by your glam style persona, that was your number one. And now, like I said, you've had a baby and you switched, and now you're focused on that natural persona. Uh, sporting the casual vibes and being really comfortable, 
trying to uh, stay practical with your wardrobe, but your wardrobe uh, is still full of bodycon dresses and glittery skirt, you're not going to have anything to wear. And that is in the metaphorical sense because you have plenty of clothes to wear, but it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like you. So every time you step into the closet, you're going to think, Ugh, why don't I have anything to wear? And it's really frustrating. And this is an easy way to slip back into one of those earlier phases on the style journey. So by reevaluating where you're at in life and what your needs are and what your aesthetic preferences are and making sure you have those in the right order, you'll always have what you need to wear and you'll always feel on top of the style world. So let's do a little recap. First and foremost, we want to stay aware of the trends. We just want to make sure we know what's out there. We want to think of, we want to stay on top of what's out there. We want to make sure that we have fresh ways to wear what's already in our closet so that we can stay creative and not feel stale and bored by our clothes. We want to stay on top of our organization so that we can find what we need when we need it and we're not buying excessively just because we saw a new trend and we got a little carried away. And then we want to reevaluate our needs and our personas periodically because we want to make sure that we have what we actually need in our closet that suits our current style aesthetics and our personas versus where we may have been a year or two years ago. So we want to periodically look over those just to make sure that they still align with where we're at in life. Join me on the next episode to talk about choice overwhelm. I hinted at this a little bit in this episode. But what I want you to think about here is remember that fight or flight response we've talked about a few times. We're going to talk about a third option, which is freezing. When we're presented with too many options to choose from, we can easily feel paralyzed by considering everything that's in front of us. So we're going to talk about what this means for us and our style and how we can avoid it. Until then, remember to subscribe or follow and make sure that you leave a review so others like you can decipher their style. Till next time, mind your style. Bye. Love feeling lifted and getting real answers to your style and confidence conundrums? Connect with me via Instabook at Hamilton Styling. And yes, that's Instagram and Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, get exclusive weekly live sessions and free masterclasses in my group, Thoughtful Style. You can find that at facebook.com slash group slash thoughtful style. And remember, be sure to sign up for access to the style library, chock full of free downloads to help you navigate all the style changes you want to make.